0: Welcome back to Tip Top Brass And Kellyway was just telling us about Okay,
1: so this is what you've ken about And it's coming so fucking hold on I run like fuck through my to the
0: big house And that uh, big house is the, the stairs But stay home.
1: Ah, cos I can. There's that fucking horn sitting on a piano Doing fuck all And I think, fuck it Fuck them. they're not playing it I'll give that horn to Brian And he can fuck off I reckon So I get to the mansion dark as anything and I go round to the window, and I can, I should probably have thought it through a wee bit there but I just put a fucking stone through it and I'm in that mental sitting room man, it feels weird just being in there the fucking ceiling's so fucking high and there's all this fucking downtown Abbey shit everywhere, it's all dusty as fuck and I can tell the floor's kind of creaky wobbly in that So I get the horn, and I don't know why, I don't know why, but I just played a couple of notes on it, just to see or something, I don't know. But at that point, man, everything collapsed. I mean everything. The fucking floor cracked open. All I was doing was falling and falling and portraits and suits of armour and shit all falling down with me. Honest to fuck, I thought that was me.
2: message after the tone. Eh,
1: hey, Ma, um, I'm fine. Hello? Hello? I've Don't fuck me if you're there, tell me you're there.
3: Turn that torch off. I-, I wish you no harm, but my eyes. Could you at least point the light down?
1: Oh, God, I feel sick. Oh, there's no fucking air down here. Oh, oh,
3: I can't breathe. I need to get out right now.
1: Who are you? Do you work here?
3: <laughs> work here? Forgive me for being amused by the concept.
1: Because I've amused you, Captain Birdseye, but I need to get out. I need to get...
3: Please, please, I I implore you. Do not shout. I've not spoken to anyone for some time. What year is it?
1: Are you fucking with me, pal? (sighs) Look, man. This has literally been the worst weekend of my life. I'm just asking,
3: please. Please, can you help me? Of course, sister (laughs) comrade. Calm yourself. You're hurt. When you're fit to move, I'll show you the way out. It's a a little walk. And please, if you would, what year is it? It's
1: 2019, why do you keep asking?
3: And it's been a long time here in the dark. Nearly forty years.
1: You've been in this place for forty years.
3: That seemed preferable at the time.
1: Would you please tell me where the fuck I am?
3: Where do you think he might be?
1: There wasn't a piano there and a couple of sofas. I'd say in a
3: mine. Astute. You do seem to have brought rather a lot of the drawing room with you. Let me see your shoulder. Ah, you fucker! Uh, it was <sighs> fine. You've been lucky.
1: Oh, I am. for passion, good luck, mate. Oh fuck.
3: Ah. What's this? No. this is an instrument I know well. It's my horn. Your horn? How do you conclude that?
1: I just fell down a fucking mine shaft with it.
3: Well, does that make it yours? I once fell down a shaft with a sack of dead rats, but I claim nor want no ownership. But more mine than yours, anyway. I found it. It does have my name engraved in it.
1: My bus stop's got my name engraved in it, so what? Anyway, does it fuck?
3: Look on top of the receiver.
1: For William Knox, 1898. You're Willie Knox. No, no way, man. If that's you, you're like you're like five hundred years old.
3: Goodness, your maths is far off from mine, so seemingly sharp. I'm a hundred and forty-eight.
1: This is too fucked up, man. Look, look I'd love to chat, but I got to get out of here. Which way?
3: <sighs> a little patience.
1: I know about you, man. You're a legend.
3: This way. Please be careful not to scratch that beautiful instrument against the walls.
2: today at 11:45 p.m. This way,
3: there the Kelly. Drones. Kelly,
2: I don't know what you're doing, Kelly. What you're up to? You. But you've caused enough. I can't bother. Honestly, Kelly, you come back here. Fucking. You fucked and what Farty? eh? Was it worth it, Kelly? Was it? you oh, your fucking precious... For your fucking precious, oh, precious bandy, eh? I mean, how am I supposed to deal with the pressure, Kelly, eh? You just drop us both in the shy every fucking time! Oh, fuck it, Kelly. You know, why don't you stay out? Eh? Huh?
0: Doesn't it seem like you care about me, so anyway? You know, you just stay gone. Stay
1: gone, Kelly. Just fuck you, Kelly. I feel my Does your
0: mum really talk to you like that? How is that your business? Well, it's not supposed but I just. If I think about my mum, I just can't imagine her doing that.
1: She's just a bit fucking intense, but but I.
0: Do you feel responsible?
1: Do I feel responsible for her? What?
0: Do you feel you have to look after? No. So why are you still there?
1: I don't fucking know. You ever been in a mine?
0: No, not a real one.
1: It's weird in there, man. Not hot or cold. No breeze. Yeah, You'd think it'd be all echo but it sounds as deep as fuck. Like the opposite of the tower. Like the horn was have sounded fucking shit in there. Can we stop for a sec? Right? And I'm a short-hush, and even us... Asked...
3: Is this how girls look now? Do they all look like you?
1: Do all the girls in the world look like me?
3: No. I mean to say you're friends. Is this the fashion? <laughs> It is, well different. I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked. Uh, I saw hippies, I saw punks come to that.
1: Mama was a goth.
3: Goth? I don't know.
1: Uh, it's like a really miserable punk. Mama had to hide her goth clays at her pals, though. Her dad wouldn't allow it. Grandad Ken, he's a bit hardcore.
3: Sorry, no, but he's a hardcore.
1: Nah. Well, I actually, I think he does.
3: I think we need rules. I spent some time in Spain. Civil War. Bloody awful. I met anarchists there. It never sat right with me. Your grandfather was right to control his child. Mm, he's made my mother a fucking wreck. Uh, we, we put an unfair burden on children if we expect them to inherently know how to behave. They need guidance. Uh, you can seriously
1: fuck off if you think that terrifying a child into how to behave is a clever fucking notion. I was just scared fuckless, and yes, she said please and thank you, and eats with her fucking fork upside down, but she's still sneaking out every weekend. She learns to lie straight into the face of her own father. He finds out from time to time and leathers her. So she learns to lie better, all the time getting more and more scared. Does that sound like a win-win for any fucker in that equation? Um, if she gets in her head, rules mean pain. So fuck rules and fuck anybody who tries to enforce them. Oh, you can only live like that for so long before you get royally fucked,
3: you know? A little slower, please. What happened to your mother?
1: I, I do not really care any details, right? Basically, moss on a coppers face one night in the tomb. I don't know what they did to her, man. I don't know. It's just some bit of her that never came out that police van. Just can't kind even of look at a uniform now without shaking.
3: Please, sister, do not distress yourself. I'm fine. I'm fine. 12:15 a.m. Kelly, I-,
2: I got your message. Where are you? I don't know where you are. Look, you don't have to get it
3: here in mine. You know, do you, you think we you scared your kids? the
2: stuff we brian.
3: Do you know? Just, just now.
2: I'm sorry. In
3: this moment.
2: I'm really worried I fear I did. for your
3: love. I had always thought of a flavour of kindness. What are you doing? To make the lines very clear.
2: I
1: hope you're not doing anything stupid. How many kids you got? Home, love. Seventy-nine. I, I uh, got it, I
2: just got
3: You're fit to move. It, it
2: wasn't you. It was Brian. Aye. You know, you can be a right fucking prick sometimes, Brian. He's always been like that. And what does he think he's achieving? He'll make us feel like shit over a fucking shitty horn. And we'll see if you're, um, see if you're passing. going to, um, going to get me some fags, eh? 1.46am. Right, I got it, got it, got it. You've never given a fuck about anybody except yourself, Brian. And Kelly's just your latest, eh? You fucking drained her dry, you fucking leech. She gave you everything. Everything. She gave you fucking mill. And what? You're going to chuck her away now? Oh, well, you make me sick. Do you know that? You make me fucking
3: physical not so far to the light, so we do not have an enormous amount of time. I, I'd like to tell you some things, things that have formed me, that have cost me, and now lie in this mine with me.
1: Pal, I just fell down a cunt mine mineshaft in the middle of a badly planned robbery. If you're leading me out of here, you can tell me anything you like.
3: When I was about your age- Which you... was like eighteen fucking ninety. Nearly 1900. Jesus, I was joking. I saw my comrades in Ayrshire forming the first union of miners and I felt pulled. I saw the power and their bravery and it drew something from me. Like water suddenly released through a cut in the coal face. A desire to find some new part of myself and stand tall. The miners we agreed had been hunched. Long enough. Fucking right, big man. Does this resonate with you at all, sister? To be drawn in by something?
1: Oh aye, I was pulled into the band for sure.
3: Like a magnet, man. Yes, indeed. Something one wishes to walk towards.
1: Fuck, you walk fast, man. How can you even see where you're going?
3: One year, the bosses pushed. Raised ours, yet lowered wages. And our new union rose. We downed tools. And we were evicted from our homes. Whole families forced to live in tents. Pregnant women. Children. But we said, let the pit stand idle and we'll see how long the bosses last. We are hardier than they are greedy. And where are you? No. Well, we've frozen the fields... They brought in others by the carriage load. Miners from the east of Europe, they put them in our houses. While well, we stood and watched.
1: Fucking hell man, I'd go mental.
3: No. Many of our sisters and brothers were filled then with furious anger. They grabbed a man on his way to work. A Lithuanian. What would he know if the hows are wise? Here's a man with crying children, same as us. And they beat him. Beat him to a corpse.
1: You saw a man die? Fuck man, that's hard. Uh,
3: One of many. There were so many of my friends. Pals, as I would cry them then. Comrades, as I see them now. And brothers all in the eyes of the Lord. Who fell in that ear? This is Brian
2: 3.02 a.m. Brian. Look after her for me, will you?
1: Can I tell you something? Yesterday was the worst and then the best night of my life. And and a few wonderful moments before my whole existence fell into a bucket of shit. I thought I saw something interesting. Something useful. Just, like, I saw a load of different sorts of people. All of them fucked up in different ways, and it helped.
3: Fuck, I'm just a piss and no, I beg to disagree. You're telling me you saw something different and you learned from it. This is a universality, Sister Comrade. We progress when we understand the lives of others. As a young man, I asked, could I follow a single piece of coal? Whatever it was destined for, so I chose a single piece. I traveled with it to the docks at least. I followed it out across endless ocean to fuel the naval ships around India. And I saw the true purpose of the coal. It wasn't for warming whose is it? It was the power and empire spread out like capillaries across the globe and it didn't sit right with me. I saw my brothers and sisters forced to bow before an uninvited master and my stomach turned. As I looked to thinkers, I I read Marx and became an internationalist and sought out others who felt the same.
1: Okay, okay, stop for a sec. You're impressively fit, man. I'm half fucked trying to keep up. You know, you don't look like you're 150. Why, thank you.
3: I believe it is the push and pull I speak of it ran so strong in me that I did not age. And it propelled me through so many strikes and into what seems hard to imagine now a general strike. The whole country stopped.
1: Aye, I did that at school. Fuck me, man, you really are fucking old. He's lost that one, the eh? way.
3: A sand dune moves. An inch a year. We didn't get what we wanted, but we changed our world that day. And believe me, we needed to. A brutal time between two terrible wars. The first, a blindness of blood and mud. And the second, for me in Tunisia, a dust storm of shouting, screams, The suffering I saw is too vast to bear, but bear it a dead. It is crushed inside me like the coal. It is my fuel. Have you rested long enough?
1: Aye. What is your and panic. I don't want to be in a war. I hope you never
3: are. We were all changed by it. We emerged from that second war, from the very real threat of tyranny, and we demanded, "What, what will our world be?" We who have lost so much. And in 1947, this mine, this single same dark shaft that made both an empire and a thousand widows, this mine became, for the first time since before the Romans walked this land, owned. Not by a person, a family, a crest, a medieval coat of arms. It became the property of the people. What a thing to see! What a feeling to have! And for some, the wages went down. But the. the big houses began to crumble under their own preposterous weight.
1: What people undermine the
3: mind? The people. The population. Everyone. The state. The fucking government. This is in and of itself no bad thing. The government's role is to represent the people. What if the people are cunts? then one experiences difficult governments. And so it was to be. This trade unionism I had seen grow from infant to adult bore a strength now too great to ignore and plans were made to cut it down. In 84 I saw the country split in two. We saw the longest mining strike in history. Those miners were your people they were my people too and they were battered down and worst of all worst of all they were made criminals in the eyes of half the nation right here i saw it right up there above our heads that last big fight such a number of police, and our brethren so angry, so desperate.
1: My teacher Brian was at that. He'd had time in jail for it.
3: Then your Brian, for me, joins a long list of those to whom we must show gratitude.
1: He might get pardoned. They've been going to court for like 30 years.
3: This is remarkable news to me. Say, put some light in my stomach. It was a terrible day. The defeat hit me hard, and as a leader, I I could not show it. I felt myself retreat into my soul, eventually into this mine.
1: Gotta share that worry out. I just keep that inside, it'll oh, fuck you up, man.
3: You speak truth. The darkness sits heavy on any one of us that finds no path through it. I should that? I'm a bloody miner. Stick to the sides as it is insecure in the center.
2: 317 a.m. I'm so sorry, Kelly. Said some bad stuff there. Sometimes I, I can, you can. I mean, you're used to it. Wish she you won't. You've done so much for me, Kelly. I know that. I see that. I need you to know that I see that. But Brian was right. I'm shit sure at this. Always have been.
0: I think it's time I stopped trying.
1: Love you, Kelly. Kelly, <laughs> you okay? I didn't. I didn't. Can't you feel? <laughs> I didn't think she felt like this until I heard all these messages. But... Sorry. Erm... The thing is, I thought... I always thought... I mean, in the end, it's kind of... I thought it was kind of okay, but... Oh... I mean, that night just seemed to go on forever. The, the patch dark and the low roof, I mean, they seemed to make time stop. I was not the same when I came out. I'm always not the same when I come out. It was like all the life had moved on while I was down there. I met the lady that lives in the big house. She said her granny or great-granny or whatever made this horn for you. Aye. And did you hold a mine roof up by yourself? Is
3: that true? <laughs> the prism of time is warped. Did I hold up the mine? <laughs> Stories become fattened when overtold. I'm blessed with good strength. Holy balls, man. That's some fucking superhero shit. Do you find that talking like that gains you the respect you yearn for?
1: I didn't say I was yearning for respect.
3: I meant in the band room.
1: Mm. Man, it's tricky with A lot. I'm not in the band now.
3: Well, perhaps you should find another band.
1: It's just all a bit fucked. And anyway, I never wanted to spend my life playing the horn. Brian wanted me to do that and fuck Brian. Why fuck Brian? All the contests, he just likes to fill the band room with trophies. Could have been anyone, I just happened to be really good.
3: And giving you opportunities, trying to find a better path in life for someone he clearly cares about. Was that not a desire of his too? I
1: didn't ask for that. Well then,
3: it seems you want for nothing. You're a nippy guy, man. Yes, yes indeed I am. Years of biting the ankles of managers and bosses. It's all about learning where to boat folk. Well, gonna know? Come on lass, you're the first person I've seen since 1985. Let me at least attempt to help improve one situation for one individual in some small way. Oh,
1: is that always how you think? How can I improve this situation? What, is that your whole thing? Is that my whole
3: thing? No! Sadly, it's not. I would love to live a life that was noble, social, spiritual. Right if you like. But I am greedy I'm vain. I attach self-worth to others' opinion of me. It is an impurity. But in 150 years, I am yet to meet one who is not in some way sullied by self-interest. Those that have laid down their lives for great causes, they were not without foible, not any one of them. Yet should we not still be grateful for the sacrifice? Of course we should! So we're all dicks, really? We are! To make use of your florid lexicon, all dicks. However, each and every one of us has the opportunity to mitigate that by striving to act in the common interest.
1: Aye, maybe. But people think a wee bit differently now.
3: The product of too easy a life, perhaps. What the fuck do you mean? Well, if you have everything there for you, then maybe you don't understand the need to stand with others. You don't have that push. What the fuck do you mean, too
1: easy a life? You think my life's easy? You think my ma's life's fucking easy? We are fucked, man. Fucked, so don't pretend you care my fucking life, mate.
3: You have a house. Yes? And you clearly have money for makeup. I worked in this mine because if you didn't take your son to work when he turned 13, you lost your job. I was enslaved by my father and he by his. You have so much, so easily fought for by others you choose to forget. Oh, fuck you.
1: Seriously, fuck you. You don't fucking know me. You know fuck all! Aye, I, I know you all say yous all came up hard, but you don't know fuck all about what it's like. I have been looking after my mom since I was six, and I don't know what the fuck is going on with my dad, but there seems very little point shouting about that because every other cunt is fuck too.
3: Well, maybe you should get together then.
2: 07 a.m. Hey. Yeah, I got got your text, Brian. Thank you. Yeah, I'm here. I'm still at a flat. I know what you've done for her, Brian. You've been the beacon. You've been the thing that shines, Brian. I know that. Kelly knows that, too. She loves you, Brian. She really does. You really relate to her, Brian. You know, you said yourself, you were right. I'm shit sure at this, but you, I mean, you have a gift. And we're grateful. Both is, you know, you chose to share that with us. I
0: think I said bad things to
2: you. I'm sorry.
3: Just We're um, in my 40s. The screeching trumpets of the earth. Top of the tune. I will go no further. My eyes are unused to this brightness. I'll just be waiting,
2: like you Why said. Why does the
1: tenor horn anybody...
3: exist? I don't know. It just happened. Things get invented where the gaps are. Unexpected things blossom in the gaps of the world, but they're forced to find their own paths. I've heard enough to understand, your road is not obvious, but it will be unique, and you will find it. I have enormous confidence. You're in the middle, sister comrade, of a great deal of people. Maybe it's not easy, but you're not alone.
1: Thanks, man. I'd be fucked if I'd not met you. (laughs) It's fucking long that tunnel, eh?
3: I took you on a loop. I was enjoying your company.
1: You fucker!
3: What
1: are you gonna do now?
3: I will return to the dark for the time being. I'd promised myself I would remain here till the cold had all grown back, but our meeting has put a little fire in me.
1: Well, Danny, leave it too long, pal. Do you want your horn back? No.
3: No, sister. You claimed it.
1: And that morning was beautiful, man. <laughs> Grass still wet with do, the sun out. I'm heading back to my mom's, thinking everything's going to be OK. And I thought, I'll wake ma up. Maybe make her some breakfast and that. It's going to be a good day. I could tell. What the hell, Brian? Why are you here? Is ma OK?
3: She's fine. She's at her She got a bit distraught, phone Sandra came and got her. But Sandra says she's been asleep for a few hours now. Jane can stay at us for however long. You OK? We was worried. Aye. Are you still wearing your walking outs for Friday?
1: You know what I realised after all this shit? Aye, I, I go to Brian problems? and give him shit and my more too cos I know they'll shit. always come back. But they did that to me, too. It's
3: a perfect wee circle of fucked up. I said a few things in London, that I know it's no been easy for you, eh?
1: Och, it's no easy for any cunt, Brian.
3: You seem to be carrying a ten of horn. <laughs> Is this the, the Willie Knox horn? From the house? Aye.
1: I can, shit idea. I'd better take it back.
3: Well, given the whole west wing of the rotten house collapsed last night, I'm not sure they're going to notice... So, you seem to have yourself a horn, pal. What's it sound like?
1: Can I show you here? Watch. Oh, fuck Get off. the fuck! I've got a place. I'll show you. So I took Brian oh, up to the tower and I played Willie's horn for him. How,
3: how you I get think he realised for the
1: first time what I'd been putting into this. And I was happy, man. Like the dawn and the birds, and the magic of the horn, and the huge echo in space. I, w- I was happy.
0: And what's it like with Brian now?
1: I'm back in the band. And he to talked to me into teaching the kids' band a bit cheeky wee but I love them.
0: And what about your mum?
1: She's all right. She's doing better. Brian and Sandra have been amazing and they've been helping me get some proper help, so...
0: And you said at the start of this that you don't think you're the same person as you were. Why not? What's different?
1: Like... I don't know, man. I don't know what the fuck happened that night and I came here partly to try and work that out. And... Saying it all out loud, I've decided it doesn't matter. I met an 150-year-old man, or I didn't, or I met a ghost, or I didn't. Maybe the band room's full of ghosts. Maybe I'm putting Mars on some dead cunt's crotch twice a week. Me and Willie had the same seat in the same band. Straight line, him and me unbroken we're connected man and I feel him differently now I feel it all differently now I feel linked to all this behind me and that makes me feel stronger what I saw in London they people that didn't care about what anyone thought what I got for Willie and what makes Brian a fucking powerhouse is none of them are doing what they're told I've spent my life thinking that no doing what I'm told is my weakness No. I think that's my fucking strength.
0: Okay, well,
3: maybe play in tune, eh? And then the next one would be playing in time, which is also a plus. A quaver is half the length of a crotchet, so why are yours hanging about like they're waiting for a fucking bus? Now come on, Kelly, again. And actually fucking try this time.
0: many thanks for listening to Kelly's story if you've enjoyed it please do tell all the people that you like and love and also any people that you don't like that they should listen to it share it far and wide for full credit and to purchase the music album go to martingreenmusic.com this has been an enormous labour of love from a lot of wonderful people and I'm going to shout out just some of them Kelly was played magnificently by Anna Russell Martin Willie Knox by James Cosmo Brian by Billy Mack and Jane by Carmen Pieraccini. The radio presenter was Martin Green. Script, sound and music by Martin Green, co-directed with Will Wilson. The script editor was Kate Lees. Music performed by the wonderful Leapers Arts Brass Band, conducted by Mark Heron with tenor horn soloist Shona White, who has been absolutely invaluable to this project, so thanks Shona. This band of musical all-stars was fixed by Amy Ewan, with orchestration by Ben Woodgates, guitar by Graham Stephen, and singing by Rhianna Connolly. Produced by Martin Atkinson for Leaper's Productions, funded by Creative Scotland, PRS Foundation and the Marcus Trust. Kelly was commissioned by the Lyceum Theatre Edinburgh, and Kelly dedicates her stories to all teachers of all music everywhere. Keep it up, you people. We need you.